It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at PenFed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And welcome to another episode of Nerds the Holy Grail with Mike and Travis. Hey there. We're talking about some of the news this last week. Um, well, there's been a lot of news this past month or two, yeah, but we're we, going to just kind of gloss over that for another time and talk <laughs> about this past week. Yeah. So so this past week, uh, they released a trailer for the finals, which is one of the games we talked about in one of our previous podcasts about upcoming FPS that's supposed to be made by ex-DICE developers. Um, and the and, good ex-DICE developers, like yes, 19, not, Battlefield not, 1942 and some of the more... Not the current ones, but more of the, the ones from the past. More well-received ones, so to speak. Um, which they promised uh, destruction on the levels and um, overall, like... Um, I put this level destruction, levolution, <laughs> levolution, right, Michael, levolution. So, as watching the trailer, it's uh, apparent that there is four teams of three, um, and the the point of the game is basically to grab the cash box, is what they call it, and insert it into one of the extraction points, which the the uh, Discord community is already calling uh, the ATM. <laughs> so. Um, the most amount of cash, the person with the most amount of cash would in each round. Obviously, the, the team with the least amount of cash gets, gets eliminated each round. That's how it works. And there's three rounds, eight minutes each, and um, each a team gets eliminated each time. Yep, it's so, a new, new take on King of the Hills. So yeah, so it's arena-based, tournament-style, um, free-to-play, right off the bat. Um, graphically, looks pretty solid. Um, definitely gives you a battlefield feel um, when you're looking at it. Um, it's just the destruction is there. Um, they show all kinds of uh, buildings getting blown up, holes removed, and openings being made, <laughs> going through windows. They show entire buildings getting dropped. Um, you know what's but, bad is that we were promised this from Battlefield 2042. Like I still remember like some mm-hmm. of the prior things that like the destruction on a whole new level, and you you play the game, and you're like, okay, this is terrible. But can't then destroy you, anything. Then you see like pre alpha footage. And then you see some people playing the the, the, the the alpha build, and they're like, yeah, there's a lot of destructibility within the game. And you're like, is this is this what passion looks like? <laughs> is this what developers that like, want I, I, I removed the walls, this? but the frame is still there, okay? The frame yeah. is indestructible. Got you. Oh, my God. <laughs> this piece of wood can stop a the, tank. The, yeah. Can't drive through the frame. That's, that's impossible. But in this game, it shows the entire building's getting removed. Like so, they had a choke point. They were holding down an ATM up top, and the other team decided to blow the building up from the bottom down. <laughs> so they removed the entire building, brought the ATM down, and ran with it. So, and you can also pick up the cash uh, points they showed. 
And then um, on some Q&A that we read afterwards shows that you can actually have different types of body styles. So there's like a smaller style for fast, more nimble jumping. And then they showed a larger build that can bust through walls and buildings <laughs> with like uh, like an ability or something like that. So it depends on what build you do has plus and minuses. So I'm like, all right. So they also talked about having um, abilities and uh, special uh, perks for each, each class and build you want to do. And they uh, announced about like 72 different items for weapons and stuff like that. So honestly, it's looking like a solid uh, FPS coming up. And I'm just I'm just hoping that made by Embark. Yeah, I'm just hoping that with the aspect of it being free to play, that they don't lock too many core design features behind yeah. the free to play aspect. Because there's been a handful of games that have come out recently where I've been very interested, but then I see people get into the game, and then I see how it's monetized and locking classes behind a paywall. I'm not really too keen on because I think that that really limits. Yeah. A lot. I mean, put everything else behind, like uh, like skins, mm-hmm. cosmetics, all that stuff. But when you have core aspects that are locked behind paywalls, I think that's really difficult to, you know, get into certain series. They probably have a season pass or something like that. Oh, which, which is which is absolutely fine. I think they show extensive player customization, though. Yeah. Like extensive, like lots of different things. You can make yourself look like a clown, Barney, or like a normal person. <laughs> so you're telling me there's a, there's an extensive amount of holes that my wallet will have? Yeah. So exactly. Gotcha. So if you want this like special Hibuki mask, <laughs> you can wear it for a thousand dollars. But um, but yeah, I'm sure that's what their their money grab is about it. But to be honest, I'm just hoping that the guns feel right. If the yeah. guns don't feel right, they might as well quit now. Honestly, well, if I'll you make you the what, guns feel like toys, no one's gonna play. I'll tell you what, old battlefields, those guns were unique. Yeah, and that's what. That's but did what, we get those developers? Yeah, <laughs> that, that's what really separated it. it, it people really want to talk about like Okad versus battlefield well, talks back from in the day what i watched on the trailer a lot of the gunplay was from like almost a third person hit firing yeah. um, um point of view which means that i don't see a lot of aiming down the side stuff uh, that there, they didn't show too much there's probably a handful of games that have ads but there is probably some there's probably some guns that you can't and some yeah. they, they showed some heavy weapons and they showed a lot of the heavy weapons so i'm assuming that some of the ones that i was looking at are just heavy weapons you can't look down the sights that's I mean, what i'm going I, with I right mean, now the, but the, we'll the, see when the game comes out or because they're doing a pre-alpha right now from the 29th to the third yeah so it's still going on now as we're recording um hopefully we get some good feedback from the players yeah and we'll we'll, we'll on another podcast talk about that well did a heavy weapons guy from tf2 ever aim down sight mike no. No, you didn't need no. to. Natasha was perfect. <laughs> um, the the main thing that I really like, and I, I I hope that the Battlefield devs still remember this core game design was what separated Call of Duty and Battlefield back in the day. It yeah. wasn't just like the maps and certain aspects. It, it was like the gunplay was so different. Battlefield especially, guns felt different. They, what, they had a lot. What of, do you think about the foam mechanic they showed? It's not bad. So there's a foam that they're showing that you can shoot down, and it form if it blows up like a like a foam, yeah, like a, like a big wall walls or, or a steps. bridge. Yeah, they even showed like 
like support. Like they put it into a wall and it supported the wall while it was coming no. down. So the walls came down around it, but I like it that. stayed up. I like because that. Of the, I the think foam. that's really cool. If that's a class, mm-hmm. I can tell you right now that they class used it is to protect be very the, valuable. They used it to protect the ATM so nobody could get to it. They foamed it up so they couldn't get to the so, ATM. Uh, so if, if you're big enough and you can carry the ATM, mm-hmm. can't they just like shoot foam around you? Mm, I don't know if it can go on the players. They didn't show that, That'd but be, it did show it blocking bullets. Funny. They Wait, showed the foam. What's this giant like, Michelin man doing running down with the safe? But they did show um, the foam blocking bullets and stuff like that. And they did show somebody using it as a bridge between buildings. Yeah. And they foamed up the wall, um, like a pathway between the buildings, which is kind of cool. So I, I like the idea and concept of that, too. Um, they showed a lot of grabbing items and throwing them. They can throw items at people and stuff like that. So a lot of uh, different mechanics than you were used to in an FPS. Um, they showed you can grab a canister, throw it out a window, and shoot it and use it as an explosive. Um, you can use it to blow down the buildings and stuff by loading up the bottom of the building with explosives, <laughs> essentially. <laughs> so, so I'm thinking, I think a, a good way to counter, because I, I can already see some people thinking like, well, why don't you just like, you know, start shooting crazy and blow up all the buildings around you? Mm-hmm. Limit, limited ammo. Yeah. Or I'm ammo, assuming you or have a limit ammo on ammo. is scarce. And if you want to, like, I can, I can understand having like certain points in the map where you can get like C4 or explosive or explosives and you can topple the buildings. Yeah. But if you're going in, like blasting all of your rockets and everything, like great, you level the building, but now the you enemy. You do a lot in eight minutes. Yeah. Like <laughs> that, now the enemy has full ammo and mm-hmm. you're kind of up. But you know, yeah, like, like I said, you can do a lot right in eight now. minutes, especially if you're doing like three, eight minute rounds. There's, yeah. there's a lot you can do. You know, um, it can only get obviously it gets the first round is going to be chaos. Oh yeah. <laughs> Second and third round are going to be more tactical. <laughs> so, but uh, I like the mechanics. I'm, I'm, um, I did see a grappling hook. They did show a grappling hook um, being used, and the guy was trying to get to the top of the building, and then they blew away the ceiling. The ceiling came down. Yeah. So he he came down with it because the, the grappling hook was attached. So they showed all kinds of mechanics with the uh, destruction, which makes. Good promises, but we'll see what the Q and A is afterwards. After the beta is all closed, so. I can already see uh, EA executives like frothing at the mouth, being like, "The gamers wanted this." No way. No, they wanted hero classes. Yes, <laughs> they wanted static meshes. They want. <laughs> they they want. Like I just it, that it, it really as a gamer they want, makes they me wanted think. servers that don't load. <laughs> No, it really, as a gamer, makes me like question. Like, you see this game, especially now within a within the FPS crowd, getting a lot of fanfare. You see that 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 genuine hype. It's not these YouTubers and content creators all like, oh, I'm hyped up about mm-hmm. this. I'm gonna play it for two weeks and then get paid to play the next game. Like, no, like you see people having genuine fanfare, and you still see to this very day, this very hour executives at these game studios well i'm pretty sure completely disregarding like all this fanfare yeah because they don't feel that this is a lot of streamers a lot of streamers do want to play something else other than call of duty all the time yeah you know truthfully they do they don't want to play i'm actually really surprised that ea is letting the game studio uh remake dead space they want options to play to keep their streams more fresh and the problem is everything they have for options right now is, like, limited unless they're already going to invest a lot of time in a game. So if they're going to do, like, a an MMO, they already have to have lots of time invested. But if they're, playing, to, if they're yeah. playing COD, they're not going to have lots of time invested in an MMO. Oh, so you, well, what are your look, options? Look at, look, at, look at the market. Like, 
you have you retro, play a single player game. You, you have retro <laughs> games. You have speed running games. You, like all these genres have so many games that you can pick up and play. But a lot of streamers are only like one type. But look at look at uh well. But there's only one I, game to play in that type. <laughs> out, of, out of the streamers I've watched, I think Maximilian dude's really good because his core his core thing that he loves the most is fighting games. He'll, he'll play any yeah. and all different fighting games, but. God of War comes out, Halo comes out, any of these major titles that come out, he still plays them. Yeah. And then he, you see genuine reactions from somebody who like the, you enjoy all games, but when you know a Street Fighter Six announcement comes out, like you, he'll, he'll blow a gasket and just get super hyped, and like you, you feel that genuine excitement. Mm-hmm. And um, that's what I love about the fighting game community because there's so many people coming out with different fighting games. Indies and fighting is huge right now. Like who would have thought that a Power Rangers fighting game would have been fantastic? Yeah. I saw it. It was it was actually really good. good. Yeah. So <laughs> and solid. the specials and it was yeah. a solid game. And then you see like people like him and a handful of other uh, fighting game content creators push so hard, so but hard for it, them to have. Rollback to be honest, Netcode. though, Power Rangers isn't that much of a stretch for a fighting game because they literally well, all they, they do, all they do is fight. They are the fighters. Yeah. <laughs> they're supposed to be fighting but, back. But you yeah. also you also see something that their fandom did, and they really push a lot of you, their game developers you, and publishers to get rollback deck code. You want to stretch? Have a Disney fighting universe. <laughs> yeah. Like just uh, that's a stretch. I, uh, especially now, like uh, it's like, well, okay, what version? of what character are we going to get exactly you don't know anymore like are we going to get the comic marvel characters or are we going to get the movie comic characters like um yeah but it'd be them versus mickey mouse yeah <laughs> but <laughs> donald duck <laughs> but i think i think developers and publishers that do fps's i think they're some of the most tone deaf in this entire industry well and, and, and that's, and, that's and, where and, the artist versus it's uh the art comes into play well this is their art this is the artist. The artist wants a certain art, but the players that are that he's making it for, they don't want that. They want something else, but he doesn't care because he's an artist. So, Well, I don't think it's not so much that he doesn't care that he's getting paid to do art a specific way. It's a little bit of both, yeah. to be honest. It's a little bit of both. But if you it's l- more so, like you're saying, like the corporate side of things yeah. is ruining a lot of stuff. But there's also a lot of of these developers and, and game makers that want to make specific style types of games that they, they feel like they need to be made. I mean, good example, Saints Row. Yeah. They well, wanted to make this game. They made this game. It was poorly received, and they don't understand why. I'm like, if you don't understand why, you're not listening. Well, that's well. The CEO even said the same thing. And like, the gun, and you didn't finish it. The game's unfinished. From yeah. what I understand, the bugs are so bad that it doesn't even matter about everything else. Well, if we're talking about Saints Row, <laughs> I mean the the best example that we can say about Saints Row. So you made an unfinished game that no one wants to play. Really good job, guys. Yeah. The the the, <laughs> the, the example with Saints Row is is that they made a game that should have been called Saints Row because mm-hmm. it completely lost all uniqueness that Saints Row had. It started off as a GTA clone and then it just evolved into its own thing. And then the yeah. last game that came Crazy out... Crazy kookiness. Yeah, but the last game that came out was really none of what made Saints Row great. Like, I know, but it still sold. <laughs> it still sold, but Because it was fun. To be honest, it was fun. I never played it. I did. The, but the most recent one... I but, played. Uh, I played I saw, the I one where he became president and he was flying around in a thing. You could become like a superhero at the end of the thing. It was it was crazy. But you're in a you're in a virtual reality. That's the whole point. Yeah. Uh-oh. But uh, 
like I, like I was saying, the point I was trying to make is that you you see the fighting game developers and publishers listening to their fans because the fans all want specific quality of life features implemented, and it's quality of life features that wholeheartedly should be focused upon in today's day and age. Yeah, especially with how uh, advent everything is becoming with online multiplayer, with online lobbies, so forth. And then you just look at Wait, the shooters. people like competition, friendly competition. No, it's not. It's not that. It's the the aspect is that multiplayer, like without rollback netcode and without like buffering certain things, like this fighting games online are not unplayable. Mm-hmm. You just run into a slew of other issues. But publishers and developers are putting that into their games and updating that. New games coming out has that. You see. Call of Duty players asking for specific quality of life features. You see Battlefield players asking for specific quality of life features. And the next game comes out and they take two steps forward and then they flip off the off a cliff. Like, whoa, what are you doing? Like, this is what we kind of asked for, but you didn't give us anything. And the best example is the Battlefield 2042 beta. The entire gaming player base asked them to stop the game from coming out and to finish polishing it and put in a scoreboard put in certain things that are just missing and then what do they do no it's good our our inside reviewers said that this game's gonna get a 79 oh uh, well what did it get not a 79 Fired them. <laughs> but then you see how tone deaf they are because they're like okay well the next battlefield's not gonna be a hero shooter because that's not what the players want like are you like no shit should have knew Every, that before he spent millions of dollars. Everybody was saying, oh, no, we don't want that. We want Battlefield. We want class system. The class system's good. All right? The four class system that you had before, just keep it. It's fine. Leave it alone. Oh, tweak it's too it, Maybe tweak it a little bit. That's too it. Too complicated. I mean, it was four classes. It's not like it's super hard. Oh, all those you know? add-ons for all the weapons? Too complicated. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean... I mean... Wait, you mean we could make money if we redid Bad Company 2? I mean, you. Oh, we've been saying that for how many times on our podcast? Just make Dude. Bad Company Two. You'll save yourself. If you want to earn back everything you just lost? Just make Bad yeah. Company Two. Just, just, just do it. Just make. The, it doesn't even have to be called Bad Company Three. Just call it Bad Company. Don't even call it a Battlefield. Just call the game Bad Company. Get those people involved with that project. Bring them back. You can make another one. <laughs> right? Just saying. And, and what I would do if I was if I was a lead game developer. Mm-hmm. I would go on to the Battlefield forums and Reddit forums and everything, and I would find like some of the most prolific people within each community. And then I would have them grab five to ten people, and I would get at least 50 people total and have a Q&A with all of them. What do you guys want within this Battlefield? What did you not like about but, recent Battlefields? What did you not like about the Bad Company series? What did you like about everything? But don't make it a firing everything? squad either. Yeah. Like, seriously, <laughs> right. I would sit Just there because and, they, they question your your, your integrity uh, like, <laughs> doesn't uh, like, mean you should shoot them off like, the, the board. <laughs> like, I, like I, well, it's not even a fire squad or anything. You, you pull them all in and you, 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 you pick their brains. Like, yeah. what do you like? What do you want? What is your – and I would, I would have – You know what it is, though? That's where the problem is, though, too, is they're, they're pulling in a Q&A, uh, like you said, like the little Q&A session. No, no. This of is an what, echo chamber of is, people who agree with them. No, this is what <laughs> I would say. But that's why I said I, I would I – I would pick from different communities because every community yeah, is going to be but different. But you know how the producers are. They're not going to go to the ones, oh, these guys hated us. We're not going to pull from there. I'm like, no, those are the ones you should pull from. <laughs> these are the guys that hated that game and hated you the most. Pull them in. I mean, Seriously. I, I'm just going to say if a, if, a, if a person has like a one million per, like person following. They're afraid of confrontation. And they're all <laughs> big Battlefield fans. I'm yeah. pretty sure 
that's a that's a pretty decent amount of people to right. pick an opinion on. Good example though is like both those games were afraid of of confrontation and people disagreeing with them and they just decided to ignore it as the best answer and they suffered for it. No, they, they so, took out the confrontation altogether. But here's the thing, both games are about confrontation. <laughs> both games are about war or confrontation about between other uh, groups of people who think differently, yet you can't have that opinion in real life. You can't do that in real life. I, I, I like I, the only thing I can think of is that this is this is their argument is that we don't want to we don't want to take it all kill we don't want a scoreboard because we don't want people to focus on kill death ratios. Okay, we no. also want to take away points because we don't want people to focus on point. Okay, so it's a participation. We also, also want to reduce experience <laughs> because we want people to experience the game, not not level so up. So at the end of the match, like, you get it, this award like, as this participation in the match. No, yeah. <laughs> You, you get a you get a purple ribbon. You ain't getting a purple heart anymore. Everyone's getting purple hearts. Yeah, you play Battlefield. You get a purple ribbon because you you participated. You can't get anything better than a purple ribbon, or captured a, or you captured the most points. I'm like, that oh, okay. is the most tone deaf thing because human nature is about competitiveness. <sighs> if 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 you don't have that competitive aspect in your game, guess what? It's gonna die. I mean. To be honest, the whole the one map with the the buildings on top, the choke points are so bad. <laughs> they had I, they I, had to nerf it. They had I to like nerf the it. maps where you sit in the building with a helicopter. Yeah, and they can't shoot in, but you can shoot out. Yeah, had, I, had I mean that's gameplay choke design one hundred and one right there, buddy. As soon as you come up the elevator, they can hear the elevator coming. All of them can, so they all sit in front of it. So and then the helicopters, they just Dude, shoot it down. Here's the thing. Here's <laughs> the thing that made me laugh most is that you look at the Battlefield twenty forty two trailer, and they had a highlight. They had highlights of all these gameplay moments from past battlefields like the rendezvous mm -hmm. jumping out of the uh the what was it like the uh, the f-18 yeah and then shooting a rocket and then jumping back into your f-18 and flying away or uh having the atv fly off the roof with c4 on right. and blow up a helicopter it's like all cool things right mm -hmm. you couldn't do any of that in the <laughs> you couldn't do any of that in the game the current one you couldn't like, do look at all this cool stuff but you used to do in the past the games that you can't do in this one anymore you can't oh, do in this awesome. one because the the only thing they had to do to make those levels more you know easy to for other players was make it destructible if you could destroy the point on the top and make it come down a little bit that would have solved your problem <laughs> The, the best example of... But you of, can't destroy anything, so everyone just hides behind the, the, the one little uh, AC thing on top, right? That doesn't get destroyed. Dude, it's just, I have an AC, like, filter we could sit behind, and it would just take, like, missiles and be fine. Dude, it... <laughs> Destructibility. I don't, I don't know. Being a, <laughs> this not, fan is indestructible. Not even talking about <laughs> bugs, because the bugs was one thing, but mm -hmm. but Battlefield at its core, the so, best the best example that you could explain mm -hmm. to somebody, well, what's Battlefield like? Battlefield is a game where if you have a sniper shooting you 500 yards away, guess what? Call in an airstrike or have somebody in a tank blow it up. There's always a counter like, for like it. Like, you're going to blow up his sniping position. Yeah. Well, now that you know where he is, now you know yeah. where to attack. But now it's like, oh, the the sniper's over there. Well, you know, he can sit behind a pole that can, you know, take a nuke. Yes, like, like he like, could literally, like, you could launch everything in that direction. But as long as he keeps rolling in front of the pole, he's fine. Yeah. <laughs> but now, hey, you know, it, it, this is a battlefield, man. You, now we you make can this argument. We make this argument over. because of what um, the new battlefield is doing versus the finals, where they show that you have a choke point that you can't take. They keep knocking you off the building. Take the building. Yeah. Just take the building. So it, it adds another level of thinking. So now you don't have to go 
breach the stairs and try to rush them, bum rush them at the top of stairs anymore. Make your own stairs, <laughs> right? Make your own level. Make, pull the ground out from underneath them. You know, that's the thing. It's like it allows you, allow, it makes the defenders think more positive, um, think more react or less reactively, more proactively. No, they, and it makes you have, have multiple options. There's more critical that. thinking that you have. So this is, that's why we're a little excited about this game because it gives you more options. It gives you more things to watch and it, it makes a good streaming game it, on top no, of it. It gives you more freedom because mm-hmm. guess what? If, if they're it's sitting an action there, shooter. Yeah, it should if, be. If you can't climb the stairs because they've got a choke point, so, blow the floor out. From I think streamers them. will like it, honestly. I, I think streamers say. will like it because of just the it's different from your, your base norm. They're still going to play Call of Duty. They're still going to play all, all your, um, your battle rails. No, I don't think it's a different. I don't think it's off the base norm. This is a game that people have been asking for for so long. Like, yeah. I want a shooter that I can destroy everything and, you know, ha- ha- have, have unique yeah, ways no of going right into now, really. certain situations. Yeah, even a new, like, Call of Duty beta, you're playing it with the invasion and you can't destroy anything. So, you know, I, we haven't really talked about the recent Call of Duty beta, but I've seen online, and I think it's so bad is that the second, like, the PC beta went live, like, they were already dealing with the most insane amount of hackers. Oh, yeah. And because now on console, it you have to opt out. It's not automatically turned off. Now it's automatically turned on. You you have to have crossplay with PC. And I was reading people that were playing the beta on Xbox and PlayStation. They were like, "Oh, this is really fun. This is great, and everything." The second that that crossplay beta went live, everybody started having issues because they're like, "Okay, well, I'm running into a hacker in this game." And I see people like, oh, well, the hackers aren't, you know, as prevalent as you guys think. It takes one hacker to ruin a Warzone game, so you're ruining 99 other players' fun. Yeah, truthfully, it takes one to ruin it. It, it literally takes one. I, I played, when I was playing the beta, I did notice one or two of my matches where the guy's reaction time was almost perfect. And, and it shouldn't have been because of the tight spaces. There's yeah. no way that he should have been able to to snap that quick. I mean, oh, I've it's seen a head snap, no recoil. Yeah, I mean, like no recoil. I watched the feed and it was like, hmm, he already knew it was coming. It was weird. And he didn't have the abilities for it either. Cuz there's abilities you can you can have a camera and systems and stuff like that cuz there's a severance camera that you can use in this game and you could throw it up and it would let you know when somebody's coming down in that direction. So you could get ready in that this direction. This guy though knew where I was behind the wall. I watched the camera feed. He followed me along the wall and then shot me when I came. Perfect headshot. He knew yeah. exactly where my head Hell was going to be. So that was my thing. Is like I I I've used the camera system to know when people are coming. So yeah, it looks like I'm hacking because I'm like, oh, my camera went off, telling me someone's coming around that corner. So I pointed that corner. The guy came around that corner and I lit him up. It wasn't an instant headshot, but. You know, I still dropped him before he realized I was there. No, and he was like, oh, you knew See, I'm there, blah, blah, I'm is, like, yeah, is, but this, I'm using the camera right, system. I'll tell you what happened. You know? I'll tell you what happened. He had a gamer chair, and he had a gaming headset, and he already knew where you were coming from. <laughs> he probably had a gaming controller, too. <laughs> one of the scuff ones. Dude, man, you're just going up against a pro player. That's all good, man. Yeah, no, sure. There's no hackers. Yeah. But that was the one time I noticed that the, this guy probably could have been hacking. You know, I mean, Joel and I used to play late at night, and there be- it wasn't that prevalent. Honestly, yeah. my my experience wasn't that prevalent. The only problem was the skills. Like once you started like massacring like the other players, it, it jumped you like way up. So I was fighting against people that obviously do nothing but play Call of Duty at one point, and I was. 
doing all right, but I was nowhere near the top anymore. I was sitting like mid tier, breaking even. Well, that's like 14, that's, that's, that's a skill you know? matchmaking, and that's understandable. Like playing against but equally that was the main complaint gonna... about a lot of the streamers about the beta was that this the skill the matchmaking skill thing was all off again, dude. It, so, that's been a complaint for like the last five colleges. They said it was bad again. Yeah, as we're saying, it's once again they still haven't really fixed it. So this this reminds me of the meme of Ice Frog and Dota Two back in the day where. Ice Frog would drop a patch for Dota 2 and it'd be a steaming pile of shit on a platter and then the people would start eating it and they're like, oh, this is shit, this is terrible. And then Ice Frog's just sitting there staring and then they go back to the plate and they start slowly eating the shit again. again. Yeah. And I, it really feels like that's the Call of Duty fandom right now is that we complain and complain I, and complain. But I, yeah. like I was saying earlier, yeah. The the the, sh- the the shooting developers, the shooting genres, so, they don't right. listen. I don't think they're listening to their fans. What do you think? You think the finals in, um, versus Call of Duty? Call of Duty's coming out first. It's at the end of the month. Dude, Call, Call of Duty is a juggernaut in its own right. It's, it's going to be its, its own it's juggernaut. Do you think as, the finals will pull from it at all? I think once people start seeing the finals, maybe not right away. No, but on the no. P, on the PC side of things, because I don't think we're going to get console release of this anytime soon. It's okay. likely going to be PC currently. But um. It it really depends. It, it I can de- see him pulling. It, de- it depends on how clean and great the core well, gameplay is. It's gonna it's gonna pull away from your multiplayer base, not your Warzone base. Your your people that like the BRs and stuff, they're gonna stay. But yeah. it's gonna pull away from the people that play multiplayer. Well, no, it, this is gonna grab the people that like arena shooters. Yeah. I'm interested because I grew up playing Unreal Tournament in Quake Arena. Like that's, I, did, that's I my, did too. That's, that's what I'm saying. That's, that's why I like the multiplayer better. better. I yeah. like Battle Royale. I'm not a huge fan of Battle Royale versus multiplayer. I like the multiplayer matches, the arena matches. I like those more. But to be honest, I think I think it's got a good chance, honestly, with this yeah. recent one. But we'll we'll see after the the, the alpha comes um, is done. Well, the alpha is going to get done, and then mm-hmm. once they start cleaning up, I, I just hope that the people who are playing the alpha are, are you know, the ones that give good feedback. Yeah, I genuinely hope so. They're not allowed to show any images, but they're allowed to talk about it. Yeah, I know. And their impressions. All right. So another thing, big thing that happened this week, and actually the last couple of weeks. Is um, Cyberpunk yeah. being now the most popular game again? <laughs> it, it, it had new life breathed into it. So, but it was it was it's Cyber Jesus. It was is resurrected from its dead state because of a show <laughs> that they made. Um, they made an anime based off of the the game. Not only was it, the anime well voice acted yes. and with the dub. But the subtitle was also very, very good as well. Yeah, both were very well received. Um, story was excellent. Um, uh, style, the anime style was perfect. Um, just the overall feel of the game, uh, of the, it was just well written. It felt real. It felt grounded. It didn't feel like it was off like crazy, and it had everything to do with the game. It was based in the game. Everything you you see in the game, um, even the builds of the characters, you could actually make your character that character in the game. So, and they use the same terminologies, everything. It's like they actually live in that world. Once again, perfect. This is always what we ask about when we when you're writing a story, make the characters feel like they live there. And when you watch this this show, everyone in that show, it feels like they've always lived there. It doesn't feel like they're a character injected into a story. So they had good lore to work with? Yeah. No, I'm just saying they react the way you would expect somebody living there to react. No, I'm talking about like the story. <laughs> I'm talking about the story and the world building and everything. Yes. They, they the, had world a lot building to work was, of. the world building was kind of like 
how you put this, um, people that watch the show, right? They were expecting to already know a little bit about the world building, uh, or the the world itself. Yeah. So they didn't explain too much into what what Night City is and stuff like that. So much as they they just kind of let you live the experience. Yeah. So you go in through the eyes of David uh, Martinez. And you live his life basically in the show, <laughs> and you show how how Night City treats the weak and the poor, <laughs> you know. And it's true; it's like that's basically a little bit of a real life slice there, and at the same time, but you know, it shows like how this game should have should have been received in the beginning, but couldn't because of all the unfinished stuff in it. <laughs> to be honest, I think the game came out too early with a patch as well. Oh, uh, I mean, you're you're kind of stating the most obvious thing ever yeah, there. Way too early. Um, I think the the quality of like patches that the game had. Yes. The recent updates. The, the recent update, the one point six, is excellent. Yeah. It is smoothed out the game immensely. It is enjoyable to play now. The driving feels good. Everything feels good, but I'm still having glitches and, and all kinds of like little bugs here and there. <laughs> so I've already found cars flying in the air. <laughs> no, yeah. those are the DeLoreans. No, they're not DeLoreans. Like I like come into an area Michael, and then where, these, where these go, people are screaming. I'm like, why are they screaming? This car is spinning in a circle off the top and then stops. And then everyone gets in the car and then they take off. I'm like, okay. <laughs> it was definitely a graphical issue. I've seen that, but it's a large game with a large open world with no cut, like no loading screen. So I'm assuming that yeah. I'm going to come mean, across. You got to like give that. them some slack. It is an indie I, developer. I, exactly. So, <laughs> but my, my point is though, is like, I'm still finding little glitches here and there, but nowhere near the amount that I was receiving when I first played the game. So, you know, what upsets me about this whole thing is that why can't I can't be a grenader. <laughs> Why no 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 no? Here's what upsets me is that why can't we have an animated or live action film of people like this living on Coruscant? Leftovers or the DMV or house cleaning or. Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. Chumba. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Leftovers. Or. Chumba. The DMV. Number 97. Or. Chumba. House cleaning. Or. Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. Chumba. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. In the Star Wars universe. They are. They're doing it right now. It's called Andor. Have you watched Andor? It's literally like what I was talking about. So uh, I've watched Andor. It's actually... It's not bad at all. I, I do enjoy it. It's very down to earth. There's no superpowers. There's no craziness. Yeah. It's just people. And it's basically his his introduction to the rebel side of things during the Empire's like uh, takeover. So honestly, it's solid. Um, I'm not hating it too, too much. It's a little slow. Honestly, that's my one gripe about it. It's a little See, slow. What on I would have done is I would have had it during the Republic. 
and then seeing how these people on Coruscant dealt with the fall of the Republic with the Empire taking reign. Like, that could be a great 12-part episode series. Yeah, you could, you could do That's that. what I would have done. I don't know about 12. I would not. No, I I <laughs> how much could he re-edit this no, end point? I would have absolutely done 12 because there's a lot that you can do with the Underworld. Dude, you could go into how, like, the Coruscant Underworld dealt with having everything flipped upside down overnight. Literally overnight. Mm-hmm. Like and then like them finding out the fall of the Jedi Temple and like the, like everybody thought like the Jedi's like well, dude there is so much that they could have done I think personally but I'm saying this is a good example of how they could run a game too off of Star Wars and make it more believable if they want to do an MMO like the Knights of the Old Republic yeah, again that comes and stuff down like that to the developer, though, I know. Really. this is how they should do it they should approach it like this in like same way they did with Cyberpunk and stuff like that make a story that you could start off as anyone not just a super powered you know magical knight <laughs> you know so um but in the in the Andor too, same thing though. It's it's based on in reality. These people live in this world. They feel like they live in this world. They feel like they've always lived in this world. So it's nice. It's a nice refreshing take on in the Star Wars universe. And to allude to what you're saying, I get where you're coming from. At the same time, I'm like, eh, probably could have done better with a lot other of the other like outside the Empire stuff. You know, I mean, there's there's plenty of examples. There's plenty of stuff that you can do outside the. They Empire. have a whole book called Lost Stars, which yeah. is honestly perfect for that. But it's about th- cons- conscription and how it works. Yeah, but the, <laughs> but, the, but the thing is, is that like everything we have right now is like either during the fall or during the Empire. Like, okay, but I want to. I would actually like to see how a lot of the galaxy dealt with the Empire coming to fruition. Yeah, like them just finding out, like the Jedi have been realizing out. what they voted for for years was actually the wrong thing to vote for. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> we made a boo boo. <laughs> we voted all these people into power, gave them executive we power, voted one and he didn't give power. it back. <laughs> oh well, we we learned our lesson. We'll just do it better next time. There is no next time. <laughs> oh, but yeah, good example of um, this game coming back. It actually beat out the Call of Duty um, beta for player count <laughs> and. Um, it became like the top game again in Steam for the last two weeks. Their player count has been hitting like seven hundred, you know, yeah, seven hundred thousand. So, yeah, by the way, but, like but every day. I would also so, say that this game also them. sold tens of millions on consoles as well. So yeah. this 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 is I'm definitely good for them, man. Yeah, good this is them. definitely a strong revival of the series. Yeah. And if you haven't watched the series, definitely recommend it. It's on know, Netflix. It's on Netflix. Um, it's very good. Honestly, I had to stop myself several times from trying to watch it in the middle, to like till the next day. <laughs> so I've been watching it in segments. So I'm just saying. This uh, now this this brought up a discussion prior to the podcast starting of you know people sitting there wondering like you know why why are all these series coming out with games coming out or game updates coming out? And you look at look at The Last of Us for example on HBO. Yeah. HBO is coming out with The Last of Us. Sony remade Last of Us One with their like their updated Naughty Dog engine, and a lot of people are like, "Well, this is stupid. This is this is worthless." And it's like, "Well, listen, man, if you're a brand new gamer, like you're that you're that new person that they're or you trying watch to bring movies, in. yeah, or shows, and then you watch the show and you get really into it, you're gonna be like, well, guess what? There's a game that yeah. goes with it. Uh, now, are you going to be the the game developer and okay, these new people are they gonna come in or are they gonna play a, a remaster of a PS3 game? 
that came out over 10 years ago or are they gonna sit there and play their new updated game engine new facial animations features all this stuff it's like you you want to put your best foot forward and i think a lot of people don't understand that first impression is massive a lot of people can look at like the last of us one and like oh this game kind of looks dated here and there the only thing i have a problem with this this setup that they're trying to do is that if the if the series sucks they're gonna lose it they're gonna lose both. They're gonna lose twice as much versus what they would if they just had the show. But then you also have to. <laughs> then you're also sitting there and saying that not only is Sony and The Last of Us gonna fail, but HBO is gonna fail. Like HBO is already kind of in trouble with their their app. So yeah. But no, their their content though, especially with the you know it, having a trailer and showing that this is one of the guys that brought you Chernobyl, which was. I know they make good stellar. content. They do. They do make good content. I'm just saying, I'm hoping that the show is really good and, and it's followable. I'm just saying, on the off chance that it's not, yeah, you know, you could. It's a kind of like a double-edged sword. It could also hurt you too. At the same time, it's going to hurt the game sale and your overall rating as a as a as a provider for the um like for the movies and stuff for apps right now because HBO is already kind of getting some flack for the whole animation Armageddon that they're doing, you know, because of uh, WB and all that. Yeah. So there's already that. If you if you put out a sh- new show for HBO and it ends up being there, you're going to be just in the same boat as Amazon and and, and them right now. You also have to you also have to understand too is just that like this is stuff that we know about. Your average consumer, uh, I'm sorry to say, is I think this show is going to be a great introduction though for people that this. have never played the game. That, and that's what they're banking on. Yeah. Now look at either Net- way, it'll be a good introduction. look at look at Netflix. Netflix is uh, doing what Horizon Zero Dawn. Yep. And then is it Amazon that's doing God of War? Yeah, Amazon's doing God of War. So you have all these major content creators doing these games. Peacock is Twisted Metal. I I, I want to so say I think weird. it's Peacock. I I want is it I think it's Peacock. I might be wrong on that. Um but hmm. you have you have all these game series that are coming out. And it's like they've woken up and said, "Hey, there's actually good stories in these games." <laughs> like I like 20 years later <laughs> dude you literally can do mad max fury road and slap twisted metal on that dude it'd be the same thing <laughs> it'd be, it'd be, <laughs> it's a it's a post-apocalyptic aspect and if they if they go that route this could not be like the first twisted metal this could be like the ninth twisted metal you've already had eight others mm-hmm. like yeah. if you if you ever played the original twisted metal games like by twisted metal 2 it became the world tour. Like Moscow was being taken out, New York was being taken out. You're already in like uh, what South America, like mm-hmm. blowing up volcanoes and stuff. Like by Twisted Metal, what four or one of the later ones? Like, dude, you're in a wasteland. <laughs> like it doesn't take much. <laughs> and then the characters you have too were really you know unique mm-hmm. characters like Axel and uh, um, Mr. Grimm and all that. I- I'm a big Twisted Metal fan. I, I love yeah. Twisted Metal. Pl- I played. I think I played two. Twisted Metal Black was, was awesome, <laughs> and if they were ever to do like a live action series of Twisted Metal Black, I think that would. I remember I that, that game. I remember a lot of people jumped on that one. Dude, Twisted Metal Black Sweet Tooth was literally like probably the most psychotic serial killer ass character ever written into a game. Oh god! Midway as you like you you fight. Uh, uh, I forget the character's name. You, you fight this like uh, boss in the middle of the game, and. Um, 
he gets knocked out. Like something, like something hits him and he gets knocked out. And then he starts talking about how he ha- he was having his sweetest dreams. And you start seeing all these newspaper articles of like this mass serial killer killing uh, all these people in a in a uh, convenience store. And then you know this family being butchered in their home and stuff. And like you're seeing like oh wow like no, no he he's he's really out there. And then he talks about how he got caught and he was really pissed off that he got caught. But it took like an entire city worth of cops to take him out. And then as he's about to be electrocuted this preacher starts doing this demonic sermon and he, his head catches on fire so he's like eternally tormented with like the pain of his <laughs> scalp burning yeah. and everything but it doesn't matter like, i'm like i'm like i'm like damn like this is this is crazy stuff i remember playing this when like, i was like 16 where did this come from? yeah i was like 15 16 years old and i'm like damn this is really crazy <laughs> and then you see other like you see uh like the mr grim in that game he was a he was a uh War, per, or I, I forget which war he was in, but he ended up getting trapped in this. Uh, I, I want to say Vietnam, possibly. He ended up getting trapped in this hole in the ground, and they, he started him and his partner started starving, so he had to eat his partner. And then he takes his partner's head, like decapitates them, takes the skull, and then wears the skull on his face. Oh God! Like, dude, this is like really dark stuff. But like, if you were to like accurately adapt this to a series, like this would be like a really crazy over the top series, like vehicular combat, vehicular, yeah. like Armageddon. But, um, you know, you sit there and you're like, okay, you know, we have all these new series coming out. You have all these new games that are being rumored to come out. And then you look at uh, Bungie, for example, yeah. Bungie's now picked up the main guy who did, uh, what was that series? Uh, Arcane. Arcane, yes. Yeah. Arcane's a massive hit. Arcane oh, blew up even more. Another for good Riot. example, by the way, Arc Two is has its own animated series coming out ahead of it too. Yeah. To try to help promote as well. So a lot of companies are going this route. I think it's actually a good thing because it exposes more people to the um, to different games. Yeah. Yeah, no, to different games that wouldn't normally play games. Now they're getting exposed to it because they like to watch shows. They know a lot of people like to watch shows. They like to watch movies and stuff oh, like people that. People binge shows. Binge man. shows and movies. So why not throw a couple of these in there to see if we can get a few more people to play your game? Honestly, it makes sense. Uh, it really does. Oh, it does. And and with COVID, you, we, we saw that there was a massive part of the population who got into video games because they couldn't do anything else at the time. Yep. And they're still there. Yeah. They haven't left. They, well, <laughs> mo- like money went down. Like pl- like player totals have gone down, but they're higher still. Yeah. Like they still had steady growth, and that really showed a lot of people that video games aren't like those. Well, people TV- have to go to work, you know, yeah. eventually again. It's not like PS One, PS Two games, and like Super Nintendo games. Like now, people are like, okay, this this video games are now becoming its own art form it has for a very long time but now mainstream video games are becoming a lot more accepted like it's not like oh you play video games you should grow up like <laughs> yeah it's not long no longer treated that way yeah i mean it's like oh you watch anime you watch cartoons it's like it's well like really it's an art form <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, okay. I've watched some of them. Like, yeah, this is a cartoon. <laughs> but there, Even I will admit. There, there's there's definitely a, a huge push with these series going into different media. And I think with Destiny, if they were to do a uh, like an animated Destiny series going into like the lore of Destiny. Like, dude, the, Destiny has books. Like, I've seen them on Amazon. And I've seen them at like Barnes & Noble. Like, they, they have 
thick books of like established lore. And the and the and the crazy thing is is that it's very well written. Like you start reading it and you kind of like get invested into it. It's like, oh, this is really interesting stuff. There's such a huge history. Now, while we're on this subject, there is one game that I think you'll know what I'm talking about just by describing it. There's one game that has yet to make any like actual animated series or TV series or movie that really should have done it a long time ago. Metal Gear Solid? No. Okay, well then there's two games. Because Metal Gear Solid should have been a okay. movie. Yeah, okay. Or I'll a give series you, that's a not long what I'm talking about. That, we're on two different wavelengths right now, but I'm just saying that's because you never played the same game that I did. Overwatch. Overwatch a long time ago should have had a TV. They've been asking forever for them to make a TV show or a movie or something like that. <laughs> I'm sorry, hold on. Are you expecting Blizzard to write something good? I thinking I'm thinking they could. Honestly with this, they could easily have written it. The lore, everyone follows the lore. Everyone watches all the little shorts. They had all these different like little shorts for each character that they wrote that were excellent. Honestly, these little short stories that they did for them, they were excellent. And yeah. if they could have just made it, like honestly, they're they're coming out with a second game right now next week, and they haven't made an animated and series. It's honestly it's the same game as an update. I yeah, exactly. Honestly, if the way it's described and the way it played, it felt like more of a of extended I'm, update. I'm gonna just say for the longest time, Chris Metzen putting his paws in everything Blizzard related really watered down a lot of their IPs. Yeah. And ever since like for a while, I think anything post Wrath of the Lich King mm-hmm. went downhill. Um Diablo three post that went downhill, like there is just there's a lot of the 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 the, well, the good content. I think creators. they're trying to make up the money. For, oh, don't even get me started on for Starcraft too, by the way. That for was immortal. a travesty. <laughs> Diablo Immortal. They're trying to make that money back up. <laughs> well, Diablo Four is looking really good with some of the screenshots that have come out. But again, I'm t- I hope it's a well written story. Like I I hope it's clean. I hope it's well written. I, I hope it's well. I want executed. an Overwatch like show. I want an Overwatch show or movie. Just give me that. And I'll be much. I'll be. I'll, you got me right there. But the new the new game's coming out. I played the beta. I like some of the new characters. They seem a little more overpowered than they should be. Like the new new chick that's supposed to be a tank. She ain't a tank. So I don't care what they tell me. If, so let me. <laughs> She's let me a see DPS character. <laughs> Disguised as a tank. If they have an Overwatch TV series, <laughs> would you be okay halfway through the series if they started nerfing some characters? What do you mean? Like. Like power scaling them in the show or or on the no, game? No, just straight up, just being like, oh, uh, episode nerfed, six. By the way, you, these characters you're not, got nerfed. By the way, you're not part of the community. You've never been part of the community. They nerf and boost people all the time. It's like it's like part flavor of the, of the week. For them. I, used to, I used to play OG Overwatch a long time ago. Yeah, so did I. I yeah. played for two years. Yeah, and I know. You know what? The I know. Entire time, I waited for updates religiously on my Dude. phone. Overwatch to me became okay. This character got nerfed, and then this character got buffed, and it came down to okay. I can kind of understand the nerf there, but why was that buff done? Yeah, that was every and then, week. And we then, know. I know. Then, I'm, it's, you're, you're, game, you're preaching to somebody. That, already dude, does that live game that life. literally <laughs> got into like, oh, we're reverting that buff. Yes, but we're we're it was, we're also nerfing something new. It was a constant game. It was a back and forth, which was fine because honestly, I did enjoy them constantly listening to people and and doing the feedback. It was just towards the end that's when they stopped. Dude, I miss I miss classic Overwatch where you 
weren't locked in to just one character. You you, you could have well, like three Ryan Hearts. No, 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 yeah. Yeah, you got three Ryan Hearts. Well, Ryan no, they still do that on the free to play. You just can't play it competitively or, That's the, or thing. the other like, one. That, that was fun competitive. I, I do miss not, um, being able to not have a set, you know, how you put this, uh, what, set style. Yeah, yeah. role. I, I, I kind of want to go back to being able to pick who you want. You know, if you want to do an entire team of DPS, by all means, do it. You're going to get slaughtered, but whatever. Yeah, but you're having fun. <laughs> you know, but you're having fun. That's my point. Like, if you want to do a whole team of tanks, why not? Why can't you do that? Wait, hold on. I'm trying to... I think I read an article yesterday or today. Overwatch 2 requires you to put a phone number in now if you want to use voice chat in-game. Mm. There's a game recently that I was like, hold up, hold up. I didn't read so anything you, about that, but... Yeah, no, there's a game recently. I don't... I, I'm thinking that it was Overwatch, like, the, the, the 2 update. But I'm just like, okay, so you, you're you wanting everybody to go to Discord. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Isn't that just forcing everyone to go to Discord? But whatever. Um, the the new game the, has a season pass, free to play now. There's no more loot boxes. They got rid of that. They have three new characters. They're supposed to have two more supports after the current one they just released. Oh, I was right. What? Blizzard recently announced additional Overwatch 2 verification measures where players will need to add their phone numbers for extra security, and it helps reduce cheating by tying accounts to active phone numbers. So Two-step verification. No, there's another thing with this. They already have that. No, well, they've had two-step verification for yeah, the forever. longest time. Forever, yeah, it's Blizzard. That's old news. It's two years old. <laughs> no, this is two days ago. All right, but either way... If you have a Blizzard account and you've already set it up, this doesn't really apply to you. <laughs> no, dude. As far as I know, like you, you're required to link a phone number to your Battle.net account now in order to play. Yeah. You can have two-step yes, verification they want for you your to... Battle.net account, but to play Overwatch 2, yeah. specifically Overwatch 2, you have to add an active phone number. It's been like that for a while, So what if though? you're 15 years old and you don't have a phone number? Then you don't play. Or you use mom and dad's. <laughs> yeah, you can always use mom and dad's. Yeah. That's how it works. But this is, it's supposed to be two-step verification. That's what I'm saying. Like They want it across the board, so therefore they can link the people that they ban and keep them banned instead of them just jumping on another thing. Well, it's a, it's a form of hardware banning. Yeah. True. Well, you they can't should ban have. the consoles anymore. Let's just ban the phone numbers tied to the accounts. Yeah. So anyways, the um, the new game's coming out. The season passes are, are available right off the bat. You can do the free or you can play for the premium. Um, now, for new players to Overwatch, the downside is you have to play like 100 games to get some of the original characters unlocked. You can yeah, play I, with a certain handful yeah. of characters right away, but they want you to play at least like 100 games. Honestly, I don't believe this to be the overall truth, mostly because I feel like there's going to be enough people to say they're going to probably limit it down to 50 or less. No, they're doing it so that they can limit and ban cheaters and everybody prior to because if you play not, if you play with somebody that's gone past a hundred matches, they they're ninety nine percent from what Blizzard wants that they're not cheaters. Mm -hmm. And then if you end up do getting banned, like that's just that's that hundred matches is a lot of time invested. Yeah. Now you so. could probably set up like a botnet, but also again you can't use VoIP numbers and you can't use prepaid numbers. So you have to have an active phone number. Yeah. So they'll probably they'll probably t uh, send you like an SMS and verify if it was like T-Mobile, Verizon, uh, AT&T, whatever SMS character carrier. Yeah, it's another it way is. for them to basically 
deter the cheaters and, and the people that are banned. But at the same time, they're also talking about um, new, new players that are logging in and stuff like that. They're, they're complaining that they're going to have to do this, blah, blah, blah. But to be honest, if you never played Overwatch before, you should probably have paid, played it in the last month or two. You would have been fine, <laughs> honestly. That was the thing. is like if you wanted to jump on Overwatch 2, if all you had to do was get to play the original game, and you would have been able to unlock all the characters in the next one right away. Um, and then the new characters were unlocked in the Battle Pass is how they do it now. They also announced that there's going to be a new level of skin called uh, Mythic now. Mm. So it allows you to customize the skin versus how before it was just one set skin that you can use. So now you can customize the skin to have certain features. That's So there's whole. more cosmetics that you can put on your character. That yeah, are it's always been part of the game is having these cosmetics. But the team play uh, mechanic of it when I played the beta is still there, still solid. You still have people not understanding their roles completely. <laughs> when they say they'll play tank, they try to play DPS or, or straight backfield. <laughs> so the, so the thing how, do, how do you play quarterback as a tank? <laughs> well, with, with the game going free to play, mm-hmm. I you know with, with the phone number and everything, I think that's a significant hurdle because if I if I'm not yeah. mistaken, they did they did now they are launching before Call of Duty. Yeah. They're launching almost a month ahead of Call of Duty, yeah. so they have well, a chance to. Compete with themselves. So no, no, they're gonna try to, you know, try to hurdle that, you know, as best they can. Try to, they're gonna try to get their player base back. They're gonna be the only thing to play for the first part of this month. Hey, listen, I'll so. tell you right now, I will put fifty bucks down. Them doing this with Overwatch Two is a test run for them implementing it in Call of Duty. Okay, take that bet. No, absolutely. All right, because they're doing this as a way to uh, curdle pretty much all the cheaters that are going to be in a free-to-play game. And with Warzone, among other things, mm-hmm. I mean, who's to say that you have to do like 100 Warzone matches to verify that you aren't a cheater? I mean, that's a lot of it time is a good deterrent, though, from people. Like, once you get once you get caught and you get caught good, you're done. Well, you you got to start all the way over. Yeah, but here's, here's the thing that a lot of people don't understand is that like the, 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 the less of a barrier to entry that you have, the more cheaters are going to cheat in your game. Mm-hmm. And, but they, they've tried this in the past with other ways and people got upset. Like, Oh, you'd have to download a specific program on your computer. And the people are like, oh, what I don't you want saying something before watching. they were down. They were, they were banning a certain type of engine at one point. There was but, like, it was a Kronos one. They were banning the Kronos engines. Yeah, it was a it was a type of hardware bomb thing. They're gonna detect in your system. They find the Chronos um, version one or or one of the versions of Chronos in your in your system. They're gonna ask you to remove it, or you can't play the game. That was one of the things on the new Call of Duty um, uh, announcement thing they were talking about for helping with the cheaters and, and the and the um, the banned people is that they're gonna remove some of the the hardware. They're gonna limit the hardware that you can use now on your PC. So you can't have certain hardware on your PC, and they find it. They have they, they're going to ask you to remove it from your PC, or you can't play the game. Well, so from what I understand, Chronos is a well, shitty like cheap software. Or hardware but that's what aspect. I'm saying. From what I understand, they're going with what the most most of the cheaters that they found what hardware they were using. They're going off of the most popular one, and they're just banning that that type of hardware out completely. So, I mean, it makes sense. It's kind of a way to do it, but it's still not going to solve your problem completely, especially since the hardware like that can be changed quickly and, and easily. 
and updated. <laughs> yeah. So, but anyways, I think <sighs> that's one way to do it. I mean, we've been talking about cheaters in these games for a while. How how to eliminate them? And there's been numerous ways. You know that how China eliminates their cheaters. So you have a social security. <laughs> do you want system. me to tell you? <laughs> do you want to know the red pill version, or do you want to know the 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 Chinese government version? <laughs> yeah, dude, you, it's the equivalent of having a social security tied to your gamer tag. <laughs> Oh, you cheated in this game? Congrats. Dude, you know how crazy You work in labor now. No, dude, dude, how crazy would that be? You work out the mind No, no, dude, how crazy would that be? It's like, if you were cheating in Team Fortress 2 and in CSGO, eight o'clock, and you, then, you know, Blizzard and EA hey, were like, oh, you were cheating in those games, okay. You're playing past 8 o'clock, you go work at a rock yard now. <laughs> that, oh, no, that's you, your new job. <laughs> you have too much time to play game. <laughs> Well, if you're a kid, that sucks. Yeah, yeah. Your 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 education now is factory, <laughs> factory level education. We're actually gonna on his resume. We're, we're we're gonna increase your uh, you make your mortgage now. rate because you're playing too many games. Yes, I'm sorry if anybody uh, in the Chinese government is listening. I'm so sorry. Don't hurt us. <laughs> you can hurt him. But um. But yeah, that's that's just how we were talking about for the cheaters and the banners. Like, there's got to be ways around it, and what they what we just heard and what we've listened there, to, and what we are, suggested, are probably the best ways. There are ways, but a lot of people hate invasive ways. And like, yeah. adding a phone number is a going to reduce the amount of kids playing your game for sure. Yeah, but there's a lot of parents that get kids to. Well, there's also Dude, a lot of parents that I, don't want the kids playing the game that are yeah, playing the game anyways but, in secret. But <laughs> I can tell you this: I, I can't wait for the day where like I start seeing Reddit posts being like, "I'm 14 years old and I got banned from Call of Duty and I need to change my phone number. My parents won't let me." <laughs> like, like, I can see that already, dude. It's what do I do? Uh, how do what? I how, how do I spoof my phone number? Um, I guess you could get one online, right? But the but the other thing too is is that like this 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 is also a double edged sword. All right, mm-hmm. now you're gonna have people that are gonna be investing a lot of time and money and energy into like significantly better spoofing of cell phone numbers on like carriers and stuff. Like spoof your number to be a number on this cell phone carrier. Like you can, you, there's a lot of things that are gonna go through now. Right. We're all gonna be calling from India. <laughs> no, so now now you're gonna like it could get to the point where you're like, okay, I'm gonna put my phone number in on this, and it's like, oh, your phone number is already used. Oh, great! Now you gotta th- go through customer service. Like I can already see that becoming a potential obstacle. Yeah. Because where there's a will, there's a way, and I'll tell you what, like you people, you have to sit there and say, okay, now if I had a lot of money and a lot of time. And enough people to, you know, work on this. How could we circumvent this? And then you got to ask yourself, how long can this be viable? Mm-hmm. But I can tell you right now, they're they're absolutely going to be pushing this for Warzone, because the the number one issue so many people have with Call of Duty right now is the amount of cheaters. Always, it's always been a problem. Like CS:GO has a pretty good cheat system because if you get VAC banned, mm-hmm. you're not only banned in CS:GO, you're banned in all other Valve games and any other game that uses the VAC Valve anti-cheat system, you're banned in that as well. So that really gives you it's like, like world the world oh, banned. <laughs> like, and the best part is, and this is why I love Valve so much, is that when you get a VAC ban, that stays on your account. 
you can click on that person's phone, uh, profile and it's like, oh, this user was VAC banned 1,922 days ago. You're like, oh shit, you got banned seven years ago <laughs> and you still have that badge of shame. There's a badge too. They give you a little badge, like an award. <laughs> Here's your reward, you cheater. <laughs> oh, you want to know something that's even worse too mm-hmm. is that if you get VAC banned, you are unable to trade your inventory of that game. Oh, God. <laughs> so let's say that you have a $400 gun skin or you have over $5,000 worth of like uh, you know rare items on your account. Oh, you got back banned? You are now unable to trade that to another account. <laughs> that stays on your account. Valve will not transfer that for you. They will see that you have been back banned. You will get an automated message saying, tough shit. Mm-hmm. Don't cheat. I mean, that's pretty rough. I mean, that's that's like communist level rough. <laughs> but this also goes into other things is that if the if if like a GameStop, so to speak, NFT marketplace goes live where you can trade and sell your in-game items like your cosmetic skins and your items to other players and you have a ban on your account because you're a cheater and you're unable to trade that. That, I think, would also be a massive deterrent. Yeah. Like, I think that would be an absolute massive deterrent for people to cheat. Oh, you can you can cheat all you want, but if you cheat and you get caught and your account gets flagged like that, you are not trading anything. You, anything of like value whole, on your account. I still like the idea of a lobby full of cheaters <laughs> where you just got them all fighting each other. Yeah. You know, I actually know what they should do. They should stream those. And so then when you finally figure it out, it's you. You're like, oh, God, I'm on this. I'm on the cheat stream. No, (laughs) it's like I'm in the cheating lobby and I can't get out. (laughs) See, that's what I'm saying. They should what they should do is work with Twitch, get a cheat lobby thing to stream. And Twitch could make tons of money off it. Like this is a lobby for this game that all the cheaters have been put into. And they don't know. And you, you see actual streamers in it, <laughs> you know, like actual people playing on streaming. And they're like, yeah, you've been put in a cheat lobby because you were a cheater. <laughs> you just didn't know. So that's my point. It's like, I, I like that idea. And it honestly would make good content too. watching all these people like hips, hip fire each other into oblivion. Shortest match ever. <laughs> it's like three minutes long. Everyone like, oh, headshot across, you, across yeah. the map. Match starts and you're not like, it was like nine a triple- notifications of a nuke being launched. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, what's going it on? Broke that lobby, and, and I would love that. Just have like nine different nukes going off right. in the background. Apex is launching. Everyone goes to the ground, and then like everyone's in the city, and everyone headshots each other at the same time. Like, how did everyone fight each other so quickly? <laughs> He's like, hey, I just got hip fired. I just got hip fired. Did you get hip fired? I got hip fired. The funniest thing was uh, this streamer knew like a whole bunch of people in this Apex lobby were like watching him, mm-hmm. so. He ended up jumping out and he was diving down and like he ends up like looking away from the screen and he's he's like, Oh wow, somebody put something crazy in chat and he knew like everybody was gonna go look over at the chat, so like last second like he like turns his mouse and like turns his character real quick and he's like, Yeah, that's funny, that's funny and like fifteen seconds goes by and then he like returns the camera and you see like all these people diving the same way that they thought he was still diving and he's coming over here he's like oh got you suckers <laughs> you <butch. laughs> i thought that was hilarious yeah. but that's another thing too is mm-hmm. that like i love seeing real-time streamers like you know have like a 15 second delay or a 10 second delay but then you also got people that abuse that like you have a warzone style game they'll be like okay 
where is he at? Like, they look at his map. That's why if you ever watch, like, high-profile players playing now, they'll, they'll, like, on their stream, they'll blot out their mini-map. Yeah. And they'll blot out other things that can kind of, like, tell you where you're at. And I think it's it's awful. Mm-hmm. It's, it it's sad that people get, like, that's what they do all day. It's just that. Yeah. Like, really? That's what you do is do you hunt down the streamers? You don't have, like, you don't want to do something else? Like, cheat in the game or something? <laughs> Because you basically are. You're cheating. You're fighting an easy kill. And you're like, I killed that guy. I'm like, no, no, you didn't. What you did is you used his screen against him. So you basically did cheat in a way. Yeah. <laughs> your screen looked. You're a screen looker. <laughs> That's what you are. You're a dirty screen looker. You know what we did that? What we did for those people in Halo back in the day? We knuckle chucked, punched yeah. them right in the freaking arm <laughs> until they were bleeding. <laughs> Do you want that? That's what's coming next. Those are the same, like, Five-year-old kids sitting next to you playing Halo looking at your screen. Oh, I remember those days. <laughs> so. Being like, there was no way you knew I was over there. You, you threw that grenade. Oh, no, no. I used no, to argue no. with my brothers all the time over Halo 2. Mm-hmm. But on that note, that's everything for this week that we had to talk about. And we will see you next time on Nerds of the Holy Grail. Night. Have a good night. Leftovers. Or... The DMV. Number 97. Or. House cleaning. Or. Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.